Hey, welcome. Comic Radio Hour, Post Negative Podcast. Hello. I am your host, Vince. And I'm your curly-haired host, Olive. This is episode 106. How have you been? I've been really good. I had a pretty amazing day. I um, I spent it with my partner, and uh, I've, I'm just kind of, I'm riding on, on cloud nine right now. Like, oh my goodness. I'm just having a great day. Um, my hair's curly because I just took a, a shower and I didn't brush it yet. And it, I just love my natural curls. I like never showed them on camera, but I love them. Cool. How about you? Same old, same old. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, a- anything interesting going on? There's a homeless guy at work who keeps showing up. Oh. Yeah, he's fun. Does he have like interesting stories? And yes. Stuff? <laughs> he he claims to be a marine who worked with the astronauts. Well, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I don't Do know. Do you believe him? I don't know. I don't <laughs> believe anybody. Uh, <laughs> um I don't know. He's just a fun character to speak to. Get him on the show. <laughs> if I could, I would. <laughs> um Yeah, not same old same old. Everything's opening up where I am and it's scary because it's obvious that nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Um, did you hear what the Secretary of Education said about opening schools up? Yeah, that like if you want to get federal funding, you gotta. No, 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 not even that. She said, um, we expect only 0.2% of all children going back to school to die. That's 14.6 thousand children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, uh, the vice president recently just said, we don't – now, the CDC is the Center of Disease Control, recently said for, – For America. For America. Said um, – I don't know. In English in, – in English. In England, it's probably like the center of Danish custard. Um, the centra. The, the there's an R-E <laughs> instead of E-R. Um, <laughs> Uh, he he said, we don't want the CDC's research to be the reason why we don't send kids back to school. So, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I just... Yeah. We're just a fucking joke to every... I know we have yeah. people who listen in England, and if you're in England and you are listening, and if you're in the Discord or if you're on YouTube, just... T- how does the world see us? Does the world... Oh, I know how the world sees us. No, I know, but We're I want a, a first-hand account. I want a first-hand account from, from someone who's not inside of America. Mm-hmm. Like, how does... Like, are we as big of a joke as I feel like we are? Um, of course we are. Just, I, I don't know. Before we get into the episode today, we have some people to thank for making this all possible. We have our Patreon. So, first off, on our list of many wonderful people, we have Noah. Thank you, Noah. Thank you so much, Noah. Next up is Gage Twice. Thank you, Gage Twice. Once for the patron, the second for the Discord. Then we have Jordan with a Y. Jordan with a Y. Thank you, Jordan with a Y. At the end of the show, we're going to talk about something that Jordan with a Y is doing, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. We also have Danny. Thank you, Danny. Danny with and an A. We, <laughs> Danny, Danny with boy. a Y. Uh, Danny with a Y, yeah. Um, and we have the wonderful, ever-so-talented Marcus. Thank um, you, Marcus. Who you, you might hear his sweet voice in an upcoming project. 
So keep an ear out for yes. that. Thank you guys so much for supporting our Patreon. It's because of you that we can make this show possible. Thank you. Right, let's get so back let's get to the episode. It. Yeah. Bow, 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 bow. It's episode 106. We've been doing this 106 <laughs> times. What a better thing to talk about than Vault 106. Do you remember anything about 106? I don't even know what game it's in. <laughs> wow. It's from fucking Fallout 3. This is... Okay. This... Is that Agatha? No. Um, that's, I think, want to say 90-something offhand. Um, 92 or 96. Uh, I think. Uh, noises, just so I don't have to edit as much. Vault 92 is the vault. Is the music one. Yes, 92. I knew it was 92. I thought it was 97. The overseer's name is Rick Rubin. Uh, Alright, thanks for fucking... Alright, so 106. I remembered so little about this vault that as I was reading the wiki page, I was just like, when the fuck did this even happen? And then I'm Which... reading it and I was like, have I even ever been in here? Because I don't remember any of this. Turns out, it's the fucking vault with the science bobblehead in it. Um, which one is that? Uh, this is the one where everything turns kind of blue. Oh, the one with the weird, like, toxic chemical. Yeah. Vault 106 is southeast of Arafu and a bit north of the Jerry Street metro station and not far from 101. The vault experiment was psychoactive drugs were released into the air filtration system 10 days after the doors were sealed. Only the overseer knew about the drugs and told all the vault dwellers that everything was fine. By 2277, the inside of the vault is mostly destroyed, and everyone inside it, inside it has gone insane. The drugs are still being pumped through the air ventilation system. Is when it you, like mushrooms at like LSD? What is this? It's, like, do they really specify? No, they just say a psychoactive drug, and it causes hallucinations. Uh, when you enter the... Which I get into a little bit more later. When you enter the vault, um, everything seems normal except for it being like a totally destroyed vault. And there's like doors that you can't access. A lot of the vault you, you can't access. Um, and then all of a sudden everything's just blue. And you're just like walking around like, ooh, this is blue. And uh, you get to the point where... Um, you start seeing things and people that you remember, but I'll get to that in a minute. Um, when you enter the vault, you begin to slowly hallucinate. Construction of the vault started in March of uh, 2064 and ended in December of 2069. There was 95 subject researchers, and, and it only lasted a duration of 147 months. How long is 147 months? Um... I'm stupid. Hold on. One four seven divided by point two five years. How many years? Point two five. How many years? Er, and a quarter. How many years? Eleven plus one. <laughs> uh, I figured it's... the point two five put it over. What? I figured that extra point two five put it over. Uh, you like can't that, that, say was that acceptable. You can't say that number on this show. You're aware of this. Are you going to censor it every Absolutely. time? Absolutely. You're ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> its computer system was a Think Machine twenty eight hundred X. Its power supply was primarily a rock solid brand geothermal, and its backup was General Atomics nuclear power. And its overseer was Doctor Albert Lears. Um. 
there's not really much on... Ooh, hello. Things falling out of my notebook. Uh, most of the vault is blocked off, and uh, you can start to hallucinate because of the drugs. Uh, one drug-induced hallucination looks all pre-war with terminals speaking from your subconscious. So, you enter a room, and the room has, like, Zach's computers, or... or um, what are they called? I just said the name of them. Or... Um, Think brain computers, whichever ones are the big ones. You know, the big, big, like they're half the room yeah. size. Um, and you, everything's intact. And you would know what it looks like because you're from a vault yourself. But the yeah. terminals, um, the terminals, you can you can go to them and you can access them. And when you access them, uh, it seems as if your subconscious is trying to get to you and say, get out of here. You're hallucinating. None of this is real. That's actually really freaking cool. Yeah. I don't remember this vault at all except no. that I remember my screen going blue and being confused. Yeah, and I remember my screen going blue and walking slower and then missing the hallucinations. Mm. Um, if, if you go to the, all the computers in the room, once the hallucination ends, uh, actually, they disappear. Everything's gone. There's no more big computers in the room. There's no huh. more terminals in the room. It's a really neat way to tell a story. Um, mm. It's just like... It doesn't make a lot of sense. There's at one point towards the end of the the dungeon or vault, um, the tunnel snakes show up. <laughs> uh, That's you, right. They rule. They rule. Scientifically proven. Um, mm. You just see Butch show up, and you see um, you see uh, Wally Mac show up, and they're just like, "We're here now." Hello. Uh, your dad can actually show up while you're hallucinating, and if you shoot him, you lose karma. Huh. Yeah. At the, the That's really there, interesting. There's a bunch of insane living survivors within the vault as well. Um but it just makes me ask the question if if the entire thing only lasted eleven eleven plus one months and a quarter, and this is two hundred years after the bombs fell, I get it, there's only like eleven eight plus people one in there. years and What's a quarter. Up? Eleven plus one years. Yeah, and a quarter of a year. Mm. Yes. If, if it only lasted that long, and this is 200 years later, then how are there people procreating, recreating down procreating, in this world? Yeah. Um, my best guess is that the, all the original inhabitants are probably um, fucked off, and the people that are in there are probably people that are wearing vault suits, but are probably born of Wastelander that have just like made their way in there and then went crazy. Maybe. I don't know. It's, um, they have a little more health. I believe they have as much health as the Garys do. Um, and Garys are a little beefier. Um, yeah, there's no, there's no, out of all the people that are in there, there's no females that are in there. But if you go into the female Mm. quarters, there are dead bodies of, in, in the female quarters. So, I don't know. Um, Misogyny. You can't have shit. (laughs) There's also um, a tunnel at the end of the vault that seems to be like the vault just kind of ended and they started tunneling through and there's a bunch of skeletons there and a mini nuke. So it's theorized that maybe they tried to blow their way out of the vault. If they did, wouldn't that radiation just like leak throughout the entire vault and kill them all? Probably, but fuck it. When you're tripping out like that, any way, any way to get out, you know what I mean? Yeah. When you're snorting shrooms and drinking drugs. Yeah. 
Uh, if you close the vault door while these are just some notes. If you close the vault door while inside, it appears there are, are no limited legitimate ways of leaving, as there are no vault door control pad inside. One method of opening it is implementing the same technique used to obtain Colonel Autumn's ten millimeter pistol. We're on the left side of the door, next to the raised area. Flip the camera around, and the where the controls are on the other side. This can take several attempts, as as is this. If you have a companion with you, asking them to leave will result in them leaving via the door, thus opening it. Uh, you see doubles or triples, I, I spoke about this a little bit, of your father, uh, Amada, and the Overseer in two separate occasions while you are affected by the drugs. Butch Deloria and the Tunnel Snakes. Deloria and the Tunnel Snakes are also seen as in... Uh, as an apparition while fighting the survivor. Killing apparitions result in a loss of karma. If you try to talk to your dad as an apparition, he disappears. The Amada that's in 106, the hallucination, is actually a different Amada than the one that you meet. It has a different hairstyle and color. Than the Trouble on the Homefront one? Yeah. Or the original one? Yes. I'm oh, assuming yeah, it's the same, same one, model. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, like, wish I could remember this vault. Yeah, I me too. Don't. I don't remember it. I genuinely just have no memory of it. It's such a quick vault. Like, there's... I don't even remember this. Behind a very easy locked door uh, on the 108... Or, I'm sorry, the 106 entrance floor... A lock terminal with a very hard difficulty contains a letter sent by the overseer to 106 cons- security, falsely stating that the unusual odor and faint taste in the air was due to the irre- irregularity in the vault filtration system and instructing the security personnel to tell concerned residents the same lie. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at the wiki page now. This vault, I don't know... It kind of rubs my my game designer the wrong way. Why? It makes me feel like there was probably more planned for this vault, and they never finished it. Yeah, They're that's like, kind of how I'm feeling about it. Like, uh, here's another one. As you enter the science labs from the lower floor of the living quarters, there is a window into a room on the left. Looking through the window shows the room is upside down. The floor is the ceiling, and the ceiling is the floor. But going through the door into the room, everything is right. Right, everything's the way it should be. This is the only hallucination in the vault that does not turn your screen blue when it runs its course. You cannot wait during hallucinations, and grenades, if thrown in hallucinations, only explode once the hallucination has ended, and the explosion explosion won't be heard when the grenade is thrown, but it will be heard elsewhere. Hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting. I don't know, I like... I like, don't know how to feel about it. Here's a behind-the-scenes thing. You want to hear about some cut content? I would love to. Several addition, additional hallucinations were planned partially were planned and partially implemented for 106, including a room appearing upside down for a short time, a hallway where the lone wanderer would gradually shrink as, the, as they progressed along with it, like Alice in Wonderland. Hallways appearing where blank walls had been before, and a boss survivor initially appearing... Identical to the Lone Wanderer's father, most of these were cut for unknown reasons. In addition to unused hallucination, a special helmet called the makeshift gas mask, cool, was placed in two locations within 106. Wearing the mask would have prevented any further hallucinations from happening. This mask was mostly implemented by... 
but suffered from scripting flaws that permanently reapplied blue whenever it was removed, even outside of 106. Hmm. There'll be some pictures on screen. Um, it's just kind of a weird thing. I don't remember anything it's about this. It's a weird one, yeah. Maybe that's the point. The only thing I remember is the blue. Maybe that's the point. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe the point is like, oh, you go on this weird drug trip, and what do you remember? I don't know, man, but everything was blue, and I kind of talked yeah. to some people. Like, you know what I mean? You remember sweet fuck all. Yeah, like, just kind of you woke up, and you're like, huh? Um, yeah, that's that's 106. you have anything you want to say? No, I just, like, I just don't know how to feel about this one. It's, like, super yeah. strange. Yeah, for as much Fall 3 as I played, I was reading this going, when the fuck did this happen? Did you ever see the, the, uh, the Ringer? That Johnny Knoxville movie where he tries to rig the Special Olympics? No. No? You never saw that? Yeah, no. he tries to rig the Special He's like a degenerate gambler, and for him to make money, he thought he would rig the Special Olympics, but he gets his ass handed to him. Like He's like, oh, it'll be easy. It's the Special Olympics. And then he gets there and he's like, oh, no, these are real athletes. <laughs> but well, there's, yeah. There's it's a the scene. Olympics. What's that? Well, yeah, it's the Olympics. Yeah. And there's a scene where... Um, the one trainer, her boyfriend, like, ch- cheating on her, and all of these people, I don't even know the fucking proper term to say for people that would be in the Special Olympics, um, they all have some sort of learning disorder or what have you, and Johnny Knoxville or, is... The- or physical, I would say. Okay, right? sure. Um, Johnny Knoxville is there, and uh, the the boyfriend, the boyfriend's getting caught by the, the Special Olympics crew, and... <laughs> He goes, when the f- uh, he goes, oh, I was just taking them out to get ice cream because the girlfriend catches him. And the one guy goes, when the fuck did we get ice cream? <laughs> it's so serious. Like, he's like, when the fuck did we get any ice cream? So it's become like a thing. I don't know about you, but it's become like a thing that like most of my friends say when something happens and like they're like when the fuck did that happen and someone will just go when the fuck did we get ice cream but it's actually pretty funny like i'm walking around i'm i'm reading the the wiki for 106 and i'm like when the fuck did we get ice cream <laughs> i i yeah i i just don't i don't know i have gotten the bobbleheads i think at least twice uh, I remember an old Pantech phone I had had a. It was my background was me getting all of the fucking uh, the bobbleheads. Do not remember this vault, and I've been in this vault multiple times. I have no memory of it. <laughs> well, in that case, I don't think we have anything else to say about it. Yeah. Cool. So, what do you want to talk about? I know you have some things that you wanted to speak on. I've got some things. Um, I saw an article. That was less of an article, more of like a press release of, uh, and I thought it was interesting. We talk about the games industry pretty regularly, so I wanted to talk about it. Ubisoft announces departures and reaffirmed its commitment to implementing significant change in its workplace culture. So TLDR is recently, they just like axed a shit ton of their top leadership for either doing like bad shit, probably either like harassment or sexual assault it didn't specify in this uh this briefing Mm -hmm. um and uh they're like restructuring their entire like hr department really and mm -hmm, and it's all like for the sake of making a less toxic work environment Mm -hmm. which i personally am a fan of because the games industry is toxic through and through whether it be the players the creators like 
the only people in the games industry that I just feel for are the actual, like, people that go to work every day. Like, people that go in uh, and design, that go in and program, that aren't necessarily protected by unions, because game unions need to exist. Um, more on that later, or a different video, a whole video, probably. Um, but no, this is a really a really pleasant shift in my opinion that they're going through this process of basically gutting the toxicity out of their workplace culture. Have you heard about all of the sexual harassment allegations that have been coming out of developers? Mm -hmm. uh, apparently I've Chris Avalon, not Chris specifically, but I have seen that there's been like a wave, a new wave of that happening. Yeah. And like, there's a couple of them. That, like, doesn't make sense. Like, one dude cheated on his wife and he got fired for it, which doesn't make any sense to me. Like, yeah, go ahead. Cheat on your fucking wife. But, like, I don't think that should ever uh, impact your your work. You know what I mean? As long as your wife didn't, like, work for the company. Yeah, like, if your wife wor works, yeah. works at, like, a fucking, um, what's it called? If she works at, like, a nursery or, like, a preschool and you're out there fucking slamming somebody else's wife, like, it, I don't think it should matter that you're cheating on your wife. See, I don't want to. Yeah, um, I, 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 I think we were going to touch upon this, um, but uh, Chris Avalon, a woman who accused the video game designer Chris Avalon of sexual assault, opens up about her allegations and says it's time to oust. Love the word oust abusers from mm -hmm. the industry. Chris Avalon, a top-profile video game designer known for his work on Planescape and two Fallout games, has been accused of sexual assault. That's from Business Insider. Um, just when I Google Chris Avalon yeah. sexual assault. The thing is, though, like, what's going to happen? I, I, there, it's an accusation. So mm -hmm. there's no, there's nothing, as far as I know right now, there's nothing, um, there's nothing uh, concrete about it. Great yeah. that they're doing something about it. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't really, I don't, this was reported on July 3rd, and I really don't feel like I should speak on it much more than what I just read, just because yeah. I don't really know anything about it. Um, if it, the, if that happened, that sucks. Yeah, like, my thoughts are that the allegations should be taken seriously, and uh, they should do a, like, full-on, like, criminal investigation. Mm -hmm. And I hope that nothing happened, but in the event that something did, then he deserves to be brought to justice. Yeah, and that's the thing that sucks about, like, about like business in about, America. Like, yeah. Is that, let's just, let's just, I'm not saying he did or didn't do anything, but let's just entertain the idea that he didn't do anything. Um, then he'll probably never work again. You know what I mean? And that sucks that even though he, if he's found innocent, he might never work again. Like, America says that we run on the guilty... I'm sorry, innocent until proven guilty, but that's not... That doesn't happen. You know what I mean? I'm not defending him. Yeah. I'm just saying as as an overall thing. Like, he he could never will, work again. It will drag his rep through the mud a little bit. But yeah. if, if he's proven innocent, then I personally, like, just my opinion, if he were found innocent and, like, I personally believed it that he was innocent mm -hmm. i w i would still like support works that he has worked on i don't have a problem with that and i'm someone that like takes this kind of stuff super seriously i've known people that have been sexually assaulted i am i'm, I'm quite sensitive to this issue especially because a lot of people in my community get sexually ass assaulted all the time so like believe me i'm uh i'm 
if you want to say woke about it. Um, but I don't know where I was going Sorry. with my thought. But I hope that it didn't happen. I really hope that um, that it didn't happen. It, it would be a, a sad day. Yeah, um, there's, but there's like a – like why do you think this happens? Like why do you think so many people with power are just like, well, it's time to abuse women now or it's time to take advantage of children? Like yeah, why do you I, think it's like – I just think it's like being, what's what's not clicking? What's that? Like what's not clicking? What goes wrong in your head? What just like twists you to just like just outwardly harm someone like yeah, that? Yeah, like I think it has to do with you having power and money and allegedly no one tells you no. You know what I mean? Like, if nobody tells you no and you're just like, gimme, 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 and you have yes men around you, and then it's eventually like, well, what can I, like, what can I do where I can, that's wrong? Not even that you, you're doing it because it's wrong, but it's like, what can I just do more and more and more? And you get so used to people telling you yes, as soon as it's somebody like tells you no. It's like a pit of vice. Yeah. It's a what? It's like a pit of vice. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just. It's like, how far can you push it? Like, okay. Uh, I don't want to be like, like Nancy Reagan up in here, but like the only like parallel I can think of is like, oh, you drink alcohol, then you start smoking weed, then you start doing meth, then you start doing heroin, and then you're dead. Like, yeah, where like is the slippery slope? Like, where's the slippery slope for becoming an abuser? I'm just like, I'm personally just curious. Where is the like baseline? Like, where do you start and start developing? things that will turn into that kind of behavior because like it's just absolutely like disgusting and sickening and i just like can't wrap my head around it i I really can't is it is it um what is the word for it is it um what is the fucking word help me here um i'm not sure what you're getting at yet um is it is it nurture or nature you know what I mean? Is it is a it, learned behavior or an instinct? Are, yeah. Are you just born with it? Like, are you just born with the idea of like, I can take advantage of people or are you taught that because of your environment? I would most certainly say, and I am not a psychologist, sociologist, whatever. I would most certainly say that that's a learned behavior. That's probably a result of early trauma. Um, because last time I uh, I checked uh, I checked myself I didn't think hmm today's a great day to go assault someone. Uh yeah I don't I don't know I've never I've never been like <laughs> I don't know I just I just don't I don't get it I I I don't doubt that there's something inside of some people that's just like yeah I could take advantage of people actually now that I think about it I could probably name like two people that just have that inherent instinct in them. Um, and they're bad people. Uh, and for something like this, I can assume that it's just one of those learned things of like, as you get higher and higher and higher up in some sort of echelon of something, maybe it just happens. Um, I don't know. Uh, Ubisoft are actually doing something right for once. Yeah, actually, right? Yeah, I mean, they can't make a fucking game to save their lives, but... Hey... The last couple of Assassin's Creeds were actually pretty good from what I understood. Origins was apparently excellent. Uh, the last Assassin's Creed I really liked was Black Flag. Also an excellent one, yeah. I really liked that one because of Yar. Um, Yar? Yar. <laughs> um, and I want to try Valhalla, but 
Watch Dogs, mm-hmm. the first one was kind of boring. Even even though there is one Watch really Dogs cool. Watch Dogs 2 rocked so hard. I know, I gotta try it. There's a fucking fight scene in Rock, in Rock Dogs, in Watch Dogs 1, where you're having a shootout with these gang-affiliated members, and all of a sudden, Cream by Wu-Tang starts playing. And that's one of those <laughs> moments where I can't remember anything about the game other than, like, there's a dead child that you're trying there's, to avenge. And Wu-Tang. And Wu-Tang, Yeah. Because then, like, once you beat it, once you beat that mission, you, like, unlock the song so you can play it whenever. So I was just driving around oh, hell yeah. really fast in Chicago playing Cream. Um, yeah. I mean, as much as you could drive in Chicago, because in Watch Dogs 1, every road was ice. I didn't think the driving was that bad. <laughs> I thought the driving was terrible. Really? In Watch Dogs 2, the driving's tight. Really? They really learned from their mistakes, and Watch Dogs 2 was excellent. Neat. Mm-hmm. So, that's about that. Yeah. Do you have got anything you want to say on half, that? Uh, no, that's all I have to say on that. I was going to say, we have another half hour of stuff. What do you want to yeah. talk about? I have I have the return of an old favorite. Well, an old favorite for me, at least. Um, Ooh. Okay. I, I actually don't know what number this will be. Give me one second to find out. I believe um, it's the third. Are you sure? Of the series. I'm almost positive this is the third in the series. So this, if if you are correct, if she is correct, this will be hypothetical Jackie Chan part three. Part three. Let me just let me just check because now I'm curious. We've had two episode thirteen and twenty seven. It's been a long time. Wow, episode twenty seven. Uh, thirteen and twenty seven. Hypothetical are the last Jackie times. Chan. Yeah. January 12, 11 plus 1th of 2019. <laughs> Holy shit. It's been You're a on minute. Thin fucking ice. Yeah. So this is Jackie the hypothetical Jackie Chan part 3. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Here's your first question. I have 11 questions. If extra you have lives. 11 questions. It's not they're not some of them are are more in depth than others. Some are easy. Um, okay. If extra lives existed in the real how would you get them? Um, by consuming the heart of another uh, living human. Okay. To gain their courage, <laughs> and how do you think this? How do you think that would affect the world that we live in? There'd be a lot more murder and a much, much more robust uh, black market for organs. I kind of see this as like global elite taking taking more over than they already are, and mm-hmm. harvesting like really like bougie chefs like that have like a restaurant where you just consume someone's heart. Yeah, like you know how they have these like really expensive weed chefs. Yeah, that. But you're eating a human heart. Yeah, and then when you do, you gain their power. What if What if there was a way to question, do it? Question okay. real quick. Okay. Follow up. Yes. When you gain your one up, your extra life. Does it extend your life beyond bounds by one human life, or do you get to reboot and start over from baby? Uh, I'm going to say you get a year. I'm not going to say that you restart from a baby. Okay. So I'm going to say you, you get to eat a lot year. of hearts if you want to get some more years in there. You have to eat at least. But that's the thing is like, like say you eat a heart, right? Mm-hmm. And you get into a car accident and it would kill you. Yeah. You just walk away. Oh wow! Really? You know what I mean? Like you would just—it would just kind of be like if anything happens. So 
It's more like a fairy bottle, like in Breath of the Wild. Kind of, yeah. Like, okay. um, like if a junkie overdoses, they would overdose mm-hmm. and then just kind of like wake up and be like, "Oh shit!" Like you'd feel fresh and renewed, mm-hmm. and then you just kind of go on. But then you'd need like another. Like, how much does a heart cost? How do you? I don't think a heart should be should be uh, behind a monetary paywall. I think you should be rewarded a heart. You should have to do good to get it. That should be the yeah. societal norm. Yeah, like you have to donate X. Like if you donate say a third or a quarter or a 10% of your income like there should be a number if you could donate that at the end of the year you're given a government issued human heart and and then you need to decide to give it to you or your children yeah like like uh like little tommy is sick okay if you have a terminal disease um, how does that work if you have a terminal disease then it kind of is like a, like a cure all if you eat the heart um you eat the human heart and then it kind of like everything it takes it takes like 48 hours but everything goes away and you can walk away but you okay, you okay. only you're only ever given one that's for free okay that, so that... what's up i'm trying to th- i had a question so i'm thinking if like a child is sick like say a child has like a terminal illness and they're 8 9 10 11 12 years old and they take the human heart they're they're cured oh shit they're cured but that's the only free one they get. I've got a question. What? If d- does the power of the human heart degrade over time? So say you eat your first human heart, you get like five more years. You eat your second human heart, you get two years. No. You eat your thirtieth human heart, you only get a couple months. No. Like it's, no? it's one year. It's you could just one keep flat consuming. Year. You you could, but I think there should be regulation on it. Oh, of course. Like, if you're going to legally eat a human heart, you should have to get a tattoo or something that's that's like a, like tally marks. And once you – because you can't have the same people controlling things for 5, 10, 15, 20 extra years. Like, um, yeah. um, I was reading something about Disney that Disney keeps renewing copyright patents on things that they – or they keep lobbying to have copyright – laws changed because the copyright Mm. laws are favoring them there's like two mickey mouse cartoons that have fallen into public domain because somebody at disney just fucked up but Mm. most of those old cartoons at this point should have fallen under public domain but because it's at first it was like the life of the artist plus 20 years and it was the life of the artist plus 50 years the life of the artist plus 70 years or 90 is where we at where we're at now so some of the beatles music if i'm correct should be by like 22 2030 something 22 something will fall into public domain it should be public domain like early early beatles stuff but because they people keep lobbying to have public domain push back because they want to make money off of it there hasn't been really new public domain uh, music in a long time like the happy birthday song uh that just came into public domain in like 2010 really yeah uh, before that, it cost you ten grand to use it in a show, and that's why most shows never used it. Um, that's why they used for "He's a Jolly Good Fellow." Yeah, or uh, "To You," and then there's I think it's an episode of Community where they're singing "Happy Birthday" and just go "To You," and Abed goes, "How come you only ever sing the last two seconds of that song?" <laughs> <laughs> because you can get away with it under a creative, a creative mm-hmm. license, uh, like a poetic license. Um, yeah, there's a big problem with how we haven't really had any new um, public domain music in a while. And huh. 
Um, I was listening to. I, th- I think we're kind of tangenting right now. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, but yeah, I think there should be some sort of like system where maybe your body, your body can only, maybe your body can only uh, metabolize five hearts. Okay. You know what I mean? If you eat a six heart, do you like die or is it just ineffective? It's just ineffective. Like at that point, you're okay. just eating hearts as a flex. Like if you've eaten five hearts. What if every time you eat a heart, there's like a 1% chance like that you just, it, you just reject it and die instantly. Okay. But then it would have to be after a certain age. Yeah. Because like I said, okay. under the age of 18, you get, you get one free heart. So if you yeah. go, if you go from, so go out and do as much blow as you want because you got that free heart by eighteen. Well, no. If it's meta, if it's a <laughs> medical thing, if you're going to do drugs, right, yeah. then tough shit, Buckaroo. Like you shouldn't be given <laughs> just like the pass on that. Like if, especially if yeah. you're just doing drugs to just be like, well, fuck it, nothing can hurt me. I'm young and I can get a free heart mm-hmm. out of it. Um, but like people can squander it. You could break an arm and then use your free heart and then you're out of a heart. And then after that, you have to pay for it or do something. But you, there should be no monetary thing. Like I said, like you should have to like if you could put in. What if the only way to get one is to receive a purple heart reward? Mm, maybe you could cash too, in your purple cliche. heart for it. That's a good one. Yeah. But like if you put in 10,000 hours worth of therapy or not therapy, if you put 10,000 hours worth of a community service in, in a year, you can get it. That's a lot of fucking hours. I'm, I'm just throwing out a number. Maybe 5,000. Yeah. How many... What is a week? A week is like a 1,000 hours? Right? Um, A week is 168 hours. That's a week? Yes. Okay, all right. Well, maybe not that then. I'm just throwing numbers around. But still, like, okay. maybe if you, you log X amount of hours community service, you can get it. Don't get me wrong. There's ways of corruption. There's ways that people will be getting free hearts and not doing the yeah. work. Absolutely. But let's go to the second question. And 3D printing your own. Yes. Next question. Um, what do you wish grew on trees? Um, what do I wish grew on trees? Um, money is not an answer. And if you say money, money fuck is you. not an answer. No. Yeah, fuck you if you say that. Um, I wish that uh, meat grew on trees, like chicken, ground beef, pork. So that way we wouldn't have to harm the planet with so much emissions from the meat industry okay yeah i mean we really don't have to dive too deep into that one because it no like it's just straight up the meat industry is like a really big uh contributor to like climate change Mm -hmm. and that's why a lot of people eat vegetarian is strictly because of the effect on the planet beyond the ethical concerns of treatment of animals so i think if meat grew on trees we would have a lot healthier of a planet neat what about you? Or are you not answering these questions? I mean, I kind of answered the other one. I, I yeah. just... Uh, um, honestly, this is going to sound stupid, but Wi-Fi, just because a lot of people don't have access to the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of poor kids in America don't have access to the internet. There's no way to get... Like, at this point, I think the internet should be a... Um, I think I think the internet should access be Access to information like, should be a right. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. everybody should have that opportunity, and just because a kid's parents don't make enough money or whatever doesn't mean you should. Even if it's shitty internet, you should still have access to it. Um, mm-hmm. And if kind trees, of like how you can just get like like regular TV without having cable. Yeah, you still get those thirteen channels because you need the news. Yeah, like um, that. Like there should be a, a a baseline that everyone's entitled to, and I hate using the word entitled, but um, should be guaranteed. Yeah, I mean more or less. I, I yeah. 
just just that access to information. I think there's a lot, especially now that since like we saw all these kids not have school and be sent home. Um, they were like, oh, we're going to give all the kids MacBooks and iPads and whatnot. And it was like, fine, but what if these kids don't have the internet? Like, what if they're, they come from poor families? And like, what if they just like, no matter what they do, no matter how many jobs the parents work, they cannot budget out the internet. They just can't. Yeah, like do there are it. certain things that you just, some people just don't have access to. You know how many kids growing up I remember didn't have cable? They're just like, yeah, we just don't have cable. Hmm. I was like, you're not watching the Cartoon Network? And they're like, no. And I was like, wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I think yeah. that's kind of a shitty millennial answer, but Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, you gave a good backup, like a good um, reason to back it up. Here's question three for you. Thank you. If you were perpetually surrounded by one smell that you and everyone else could smell, what would it be? Question. Is it an aura around your body? Like like a smell-o-sphere? It's... Kind of the way that when I when I wrote the question down, the way it was worded was like, if you're surrounded by one smell that isn't your own natural smell, mm-hmm. so just like yeah, I guess a sphere around you that's just a stench, a stank. Um, I probably do like warm cookies or like a Ooh. floral, like a floral scent. I have this dry shampoo that I put in my hair to keep my bangs bouncy that smells like warm cookies. I shit you not, it's really? amazing. Yeah, sometimes I'll just spray it on my hair, even if it's not dirty, because it smells fucking awesome. Yeah, I think you kind of won. Yeah. I was going to say... I'm a great question answerer. <laughs> I was going to say that there's, for me, there's a perfume that um, this one girl that I was very close friends with in high school wore to the point where she actually sprayed one of my beanies with it. And I, like, hadn't worn the beanie in years because I love the smell of it. And I know the name of it. I know the brand. I just – I've never smelled it again. I've never seen it again. I've never heard anybody even talk about it. Um, Hmm. And it's one of those things that, like, you know how, like, you can can kind of smell something or you'll remember something and, like, that – smell trigger yeah. thing like triggers like in your the brain. smell of like your grandmother's house yeah like, and, like you just like you know the smell of a place yeah like and you just smell it like when you're out at the fucking grocery store and you're like oh shit like i haven't mm. smelled this in a while yeah yeah i mean warm cookies though fuck yeah warm cookies hell yeah uh i know you're a color person a color person yeah uh, if for number four, if you lost the ability to see color, which color would you like to to only ever see? So if you lose the ability to see every color but one, what color would it be? Um. And why? I need a second to think about it. Okay. I Take my knee jerk reactions are to say, like um. Like orange or uh, green things I find in nature because mm-hmm. I think uh, nature is just absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. I can I can deal with not seeing different colors of rocks, but like not seeing the colors of like trees and grass and like bushes would be a super bummer. And the only reason I say orange is because I think sunsets, especially like in a cloudy sky, are something that's really beautiful. So yeah, I but would you would say, only see the orange. You wouldn't see the mixture of yellow. You wouldn't see the. But at least I, at least I would know, like that it's there. Okay. I, I think I'd, I would end up picking green if I had to pick one. Really? Mm-hmm. Just so you could see trees and shit. Yeah, I'm green is not even close to my favorite color, but I just think it's an aspect of my life that I would need to maintain. 
Hmm. What about you? I like grayscale. You'd be fine with. Uh, I'd be cool with it. I'd be cool with losing with, the, uh, losing color. Silent movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because I think it would give everything kind of like a. Uh, I think you'd appreciate things more. Um, I think. Every with, day would be L.A. Noir. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I think people see certain. Co- I mean, that, that's that's like you're not allowed to paint the opposing sports team's locker room pink because of what it does to the brain psychologically. I think that if everything was black and white, hmm. everybody. It's. I, I want that episode of the Fairly Odd Parents. Remember that oh, okay. episode where everything's gray? Yeah, yeah, but like not blobs, but everything's gray. Um, because I think people would appreciate things more. Like certain, like I'm looking at the posters and the skateboard I have on my wall and uh, the hats that are next to me, and like there's certain colors, and I like these colors, and these are decent colors and whatnot. The Batman poster I have is yellow and red, and now that I think about it, a lot of fucking posters I tried to pitch you are yellow and red, and it's probably because of that poster. And mm-hmm. um, I just think things in black and white let, let your mind kind of escape what if you had to have like you were forced to have one color if i was forced to have one color Mm -hmm. for you i would guess that you would say red and i was gonna say orange i just think black and white and gray and orange look good together like i wouldn't pick green because i i just don't like green with with black and white red would would look like um it would remind me of kill bill even though i don't think there's mm-hmm. any black and white and red scenes in that movie i don't remember if there is maybe there is but the blood i don't know um i think yellow would be a nice pop yeah i do like black white and yellow it's a beautiful combo but i i, I don't i i would be if i woke up tomorrow and only saw in black and white i would be fine i would stop caring so much about what i wear mm. um would you still care about color no. Like, even if you couldn't see it, if, like, if you go to the store with, like, your brother and you're like, yo, I, my other shirt ripped, I need a new shirt, um, can you find me one that's, like, yellow and then find me a red one and, like, he would go, ha- like, translate for you? Like, no. would you do that? No, I would just be like, does this match? Yeah? All right, cool. Like, I wouldn't, like, I don't want to look like an idiot, but, like, I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. Like, the shirts I wear normally are, like, one color okay. fucking Carhartt shirts. Um... But, like, I would yeah. care more about patterns and designs. Like, I just bought some pants um, that pretty much look like Benny's suit. Ooh. Yeah. But, like, That's they're black cool. and white. And I can see black. I would be able to see black and white. And I like the pattern. I bought another pair that's a black <laughs> pant with white stripes on it. Like, I wouldn't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, would, it, would, it would just be, like, I care about... It, there's, a, there's a thing I read once about a guy who... Um, he lost his sense of taste, so now he only eats for texture. And he was like, everything I oh, eat, I, I put mustard on. I know um, somebody in my family actually has that, that they really? lost their sense of taste. Yeah. What ha- Did they get... Is it your grandfather? No. Um, that man has it's... fucking strangled Hitler. <laughs> and, and he's still um, alive. Yeah. My... Um, it's my cousin's husband... Um, she married this dude and like, he was like, fine. And then I forget what happened, but like he, I think it was like an accident or something. He just lost his sense of taste. Wow. Yeah. Like he says that some things are just dreadful huh? without having taste, like only having texture. I think if I lost my sense of taste, I'd kill myself. Like, like no, no fucking hyperbole. Like I'm not trying to be an edgy, haha. Like, yeah, I, I there's no reason to be alive if I can't taste anything. Like genuinely, there is no reason to be alive. 
to um, eating eating is one of the few pleasures we get that is somewhat free. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not you got to pay for your food, but like I don't have to pay to eat. Like I can go mm. to a friend's house and be like, "Yo, you want a ham sandwich?" Absolutely, I want a ham sandwich. Like yeah. Either either that or all of my meals would have to become communal. Like I'd have to sit down with people and eat. Mm-hmm. Because I I could I, like I wouldn't do it. It would have to be a ritual. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Nice. So my next question for you, number five, if you could go to this is a kind of like I'm gonna reword word this a little bit. If you can get a ticket to go to any show ever, any time, what would it be? That being said, what would you also like? How would you if you could make your dream lineup? What would your dream lineup be? What do you mean by dream lineup? So, like, if you know a show that, like, oh, I really would love to see Madonna in the 80s when she was huge. Or, like, I would love to see the Beatles when they played in, I want to, fucking, what's the stadium they played in that was, like, huge? Madison Square Garden. Was it? I'm pretty sure. Or, yeah, or it's like, oh, I want to see the Beatles when they came to America and they were huge. Or I want to see, um... Like a, that live performance of John Lennon and Chuck Berry where Yoko fucking yells oh. because she's not on camera for two seconds. Um, yeah. Like, or I want to go back and see Mozart live. Like, you can get a ticket to any show. Yeah. And or you can build your own kind of dream lineup. What would it be and why? That's hard. I mean, have you thought this one through? I know my dream lineup. All right. Um, talk about that while I think. Uh, I would want to see, it'd be like 89, 89-ish. Uh, I want to see the Beastie Boys open for Run DMC. I think that would be the tightest fucking show. And maybe have, like, the Beastie Boys open for Run DMC and then maybe... I don't even know. Have, like, maybe somebody else show up during like an inter nah, not even just the Beastie Boys and Run DMC I think that'd be a great fucking show especially like 86 is when the Beastie Boys' first album came out let me see when their second album came out uh, Run DMC and the Beastie Boys worked together a lot because they were both on Def Jam um, mm-hmm. I think I got my answer let me hear it I only can really think of like one show that I would know I would want to go to okay and you actually kind of reminded me when you gave examples. I would want to see Madonna's Vogue tour when really? the song Vogue came out. Yeah. I think that that would be such uh, an amazing show to see. And um, I, I, since I know a decent amount about like the origins of like the song Vogue and like the culture behind it and like the New York ballroom culture... I think it would be very special with my current perspective to see that. It'd be super special. Hmm. Can I tell you something really funny? Sure. And the reason why I even brought up Madonna was the Beastie Boys open for Madonna. I know. (laughs) Um, It's just because I already knew I was going to say the Beastie Boys. So I just... (laughs) I think my favorite Beastie Boys album might be Paul's Boutique. And that came out in 89. So I think that would be perfect for what I said. But yeah, um, I'm surprised you didn't say share. Do your share voice. Share. I'm a share, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you didn't do share. Um, um, eh. Eh. No, Madonna. Yeah, no, I feel Fucking you. Madonna, no, dude. Know. My parents told me when they got married and they went to Italy, they were talking to some people about the music they like. And... Uh, 
like one of the first things the Italians go, they go, Mudana, Mudana. And they're like, Madonna, like, yeah, they're like, you like it? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Beastie Boys are right. fucking incredible. Oh my god. They, I forgot how really good are. the Beastie like, Boys are. I'm, I wouldn't call myself a Beastie Boys fan, but every time I hear a Beastie Boys song, I'm like, this fucking goes hard. From fucking, like, hold on, I want to just talk about this for a second. From like 86 with uh, License to Ill to. Uh, 89 with Paul's Boutique 92 had Check Your Head 94 had Ill Communication which is where Sabotage comes from uh, then Hello Nasty which is fucking um, intergalactic planetary dimension, another dimension another dimension another dimension which was my fucking boombox song that was yeah. the boombox song um, yeah this out the, they're fucking oh my god I forgot how fucking good they are I also would have liked to see Because the Internet. Can I tell you a story about that album? Um, you might have already told it to me, but I'd love, I'd love for you to share your experience with the show. I had a friend who went to Drexel in Philadelphia, I think it is. You did tell me this before. And I was running a club in school with young Heather, and... Um, fucking... Donald Glover was there, and I think it was right before Because the Internet came out, and he was doing a tour, and he was like, hey, if anybody has a speaker, let's meet up in this park. And I was, like, trying with everything in my power to get there. I didn't have my license yet. I was trying to see if someone could take me to the bus station. I could take a bus to Philly and just hang out with my buddy, and somebody could get me in the morning. So I, I tried everything, and I was going to go to the show, and I was. it, it might have come out, because I think it was on the Deep Web tour, and if it was, it was... It had just come out or something, and he's like, I'll play some music in the park for you guys. And they were asking questions, and, like, there's, a like, a famous, a really, not a famous thing, to me it's famous, where someone was in the park, and he's like, and they, they asked Donald, they're like, what's Roscoe's wetsuit mean? And he's like, I want you to remember you asking this question, and I want you to think about that, and soon it'll all be really, really apparent. But remember why you're asking. Remember the feeling of why you want to know. And, like... Huh. If you know the context of the album and you know the context of that and what have you, then, like, it's fucking, like, especially now, I don't want to give too much away, but, like, especially now, it's like, ah, oh, what the fuck? But I could have seen him live before he was massive, before he was fucking on everything, before he yeah. was a Star War, like, and I missed it. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's one that I would love to see. I think we got time for about two more. I'd say we have time for two more, unless um, we just, like, blow through one. Oh, this one, this one I really like. You have a button which, when you press it, it does something. What does your button do? I'll give you a minute to think, because I know what mine would be, because mine is fucking simple. I just want to hit the button, and I can go to sleep and get a full eight hours and wake up well-rested, well-rested, and I'm not incredibly parched when I get up. That sounds euphoric. Yeah, I'm just a big fan of sleep, and I'm a big fan of hydrating myself. <laughs> um, so I would do that. Oh, that sounds so good. I can only think about what it would mean to be, like, well-rested every day of my life. Yeah, I don't... I think it's a pipe dream. Like, I would even do it if, like... Like, every night I can do that, but, like, once every six months the button doesn't work and I have to stay up for a full 24 hours. Fine. Absolutely right. fine. 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 Just, just let me have that. Like, let me have a full 
well, fucking well. I always do that. Well rested body. Well, mine, I it's super easy for me. Um, mm-hmm. In like a lot of trans circles on Reddit, there's a, a meme called the button, and basically it's uh, the question: Would you press the button? Or um, and the uh, the stipulation for the button is you immediately become like your uh your correct gender and like have your correct body and everyone knows you as mm-hmm. as you should be and um the drawback is that um you can never go back under any circumstance how is that a drawback um because some people some people regret some people regret it really some people um, start to transition and figure out that it's not for them and find more truths about themselves huh. and uh, stop transitioning. And you know what? That's a completely valid course of action. If you are doing something and it doesn't feel right, then that's fine. Hmm. But it's kind of like taking the gamble. Would you Would you like basically swap your your life immediately for what you suspect it to be the perfect version of it if you could never go back hmm neat i didn't know about that yeah you want another one i do want another one we i get a couple of them that are quick um give me some rapid fires if you could have a one hour honest conversation with anyone throughout history who would it be and what would you ask i know what mine is Give me yours. Uh, Marshall er- Herb Applewhite, who was the, the cult leader of Heaven's Gate. Um, I would love Ooh. to sit down for an hour and just talk to that man. Um, Hitler, but before he did all the genocide. Mm-hmm. Like art school Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see what this what's he's making this guy tick, and like maybe just rec- like recommend like if he's like we're out for coffee and he's like hey dude I'm thinking about doing genocide I could be like whoa slow your roll man I could picture How like you considered not it's art school Hitler and you're like at a coffee shop and the guy comes over and brings the coffee and he takes a sip and he's like ugh these Jews always put too much sugar and you're like whoa let's talk whoa, about that for whoa. a minute. <laughs> Like they're not come on, bad. come on, man! The pyramids, like, <laughs> um, ooh, that'd be a cool one. Like uh, a pharaoh of ancient Egypt, yeah, like Cleopatra. That would yeah. be fucking awesome. That would be really cool. I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. Or like Ramses, who was? Yeah, was it Alexander the Great? What about him? Was he the one who had like four hundred kids and lived for a hundred years? Uh, he was one of the. Or was it Ramses? Alexander the Great was a part of like a Russian dynasty, wasn't he? I don't know. Maybe that sounds. Oh. There is uh, maybe it's Ramses. I'm thinking Ramses the Third. I don't know where I'm getting Alex the Great. I'm from. pretty sure that dude fucked. There's one of them that had like 400 kids and lived for like a hundred plus years. Like it was a it was an anomaly that he lived that long and they mm-hmm. didn't have antibiotics. But like back then, everyone died at like 40. Whatever. Um, that was a yeah. quick one. Here's another fun one. What part of the human body do you think cannibals enjoy the most? Um, we already covered eating the heart. Yeah, the which brain I think is was bad. funny that you brought that up. Um, 
part of me would say liver because people actually eat like liver of animals mm-hmm. and enjoy that as like a delicacy. Mm-hmm. So I would say that liver probably. Otherwise, like a big old like thigh, some thigh meat. Okay. I'm thinking the back and or the stomach because of how close humans are to pigs. Mm-hmm. That like scientists will test on pigs because it gives like almost the same result. Uh, and the best part of the pig is the back because of ham and bacon and mm-hmm. the belly because of you ever have some fucking braised torque you belly? gotta work your hamstrings <laughs> fucking so good um, um, I thought of another one sure because I can't get the image out of my head of Shrek having the martini with the eyeball in it so I think the eyeballs would be a delicacy you think the, the eyeballs would be like uh, like a like the shark fin soup of humans yeah I have I have some other questions here. They're rather long ones. I think we could do maybe one long one, and then after editing, we'll we'll be fine. Uh, I have okay. Then I'll let you choose. Would you rather have I have three of them? Two of them are long. Would you rather have five million dollars or three wishes? But you can't wish for money or things that you can sell. Or how would you describe these colors to blind people? Red, blue, yellow, and green. Oh, that one sucks. D- describing to blind people? I hate that question. Why? Uh, because I just do. I no more further questions. What? No, fuck you. Don't fucking no more further questions me. <laughs> Why do you hate that question? I don't know. I feel like it's stupid. I feel Why? like it's a stupid question. Because, like, someone that is blind, um, color is irrelevant. It's not a way that they interact with the world. And, like, yeah, I mean, the concept of color is, I suppose, important for understanding, like, uh, art and history and culture and stuff. But... I feel like we have no business describing colors to blind people. Okay, but what do they want to know? It's not like I'm going up to somebody like, red is this. Like, I'm not just being an asshole and being like, you wish you could see? Wait, are huh? you forcing you me to answer fuck? the question then? No, are you but I'm just, I'm, just I'm not forcing you to do anything. I just, I, I mean, the way that I have read the question originally when I wrote it down was, uh, you're not just going up to blind people at the park being like, huh? You can't see? You blind fucking idiot? Well, this is what red feels like. Like, <laughs> It was just like, I imagine a blind person's like, hey, what's it like to see? Like, what what are the feelings that are associated with this color? I just think that's funny that, like... I, oh, no, I've always... Someone, I answered that question or, like, it was asked in, like, grade school and I was like, I fucking hate that question. It really? sucks. Yeah. All right. Well, then, would you rather have uh, a five million or three wishes? Five million, easy. Really? Yeah. Because you know what you do? You take a hundred thousand dollars, you go buy yourself a house, you put the rest in investment, and it makes its own money. I have infinite money forever. I can give it to my 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 dynasty, my family. Um, I can support my friends, and money doesn't uh, necessarily buy happiness, but it does alleviate the stresses of the burning hellscape of capitalism. Yeah. And also, with that amount of money, I could have my dream body. Yeah, I was gonna go three wishes, but sure. What would your three wishes be, then? I don't know, but I just feel like I would need them. Like, I would just, like, if I could be, like... Because you can't wish for money, and you can't wish for monetary things. Mm -hmm. But I think it would just be nice to be, like... I wish I didn't have to worry about this for the rest of my life. and It's vague enough where even if it is money-related, like I feel like it would be taken care of. 
Yeah, I mean, genie rules apply. You can skirt around the rules. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, what you say is valid. You could take you could take two hundred thousand dollars buy a. No, not even that. You can buy a fucking tiny home, like a like a like a prefab tiny home from. Yeah, uh, for like forty thousand no, less even. Fucking less? fourteen thousand from Home 14? Depot. It was wow. like it was essentially like a living room with a bathroom somewhere. But it was like you could buy a piece of land if you get a piece of land for twenty. If you did, uh, if you if you made sure that it could get water running on it, and you and you can do all the plumbing and whatnot, you could really build a house for like sixty grand. And that's nothing. Yeah, that's really nothing. And you could live there and be happy. And then if you did a container home, a shipping container home, you could just buy more fucking shipping containers and add it onto your home. Um, mm-hmm. And then you could just put the rest in the bank and. I mean, what's two percent interest on on four million? What is two percent? Like eighty thousand dollars? Uh, no. Hold on. No. Uh, where's the fucking percentage button? What do you mean must be a number? Oh, two. So a $400, $400 initial investment for one year invested. At the end of, you'd have 80 grand. That's what I just said. Did you? Yes. Oh, well, why didn't you fucking cut me off? Because whenever I cut you off, you get mad at me. No, I don't. Oh, you're right. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you put in, that's, you could live off 80 grand. Easy. Yeah. Fucking easy. So maybe all right. Maybe that was a shitty question. Five million. Uh, <laughs> Five um, million. Cool. If you have enough uh, money, you really don't have to wish for anything. Yeah. Uh, so my last question is: Who does our intro music? Oh, geez. You know what? That's a pretty hard one. But I'm gonna have to go with Shane Ivers. If yeah. you want to get our intro music, you can get that from www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash what? Feather Duster, because that's the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> Vince, can you tell me some words? Sure. If you'd like to follow the show, you can follow the show and ourselves on our respective I don't know if mine's respectable, but our respective Twitters. Um, Mine is not respectable either. <laughs> uh, you can also follow the show uh, through our Discord, which you should join. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's the, like the companion piece to this show. There's always something going on. Actually, tomorrow, this is going to be old news at this point, but tomorrow, Jordan with a Y is throwing, I think, another Jackbox party or something where we just oh, all hang out and play Jackbox. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's just a it's it's a time and a half, uh, and you should you should join, mm-hmm. you should jump in. Um, Once and, in a while, Vince builds a Gundam. Yeah, the last one sucked. Don't ever buy a fucking ten dollar Gundam. I'm looking at it now; it just fucking sucked. Um, the other one's cool as shit, though. Yeah, he was fucking tight as hell. Both the red laser swords. Yeah, hell um, yeah. His name is Sandrock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> jump in. Uh, if you'd like to see the show get a little bit bigger, a little bit better, you can uh, follow us. If you'd like to support the show and see it get a little bit bigger and a little bit better, there's also the Patreon that we brought up in the beginning of the show, but you can also give a couple dollars to the Redbubble. Um, 
the Redbubble, uh, we have a bunch of stickers and shirts and clocks and blocks and duvets and shower curtains and whatnot there where you can throw us a couple bucks, you get a nice little piece of merch, and then the show gets a little bit bigger and a little bit better. Um, like I said before, there's also the Patreon where you can throw us a couple bucks. There's a couple of reward tiers there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just put out another episode of Atomic Tabletop, and just between you and me, we already recorded another one, so Olive should be working on that one right about now. Yeah, quite literally, if you're listening to this when it goes live, I'll probably be working on this. So, yeah, check it on out. Okay, that's all I gotta say. Bye. Later. Atomic Radio Hour.